It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. On today's Locked On Thunder podcast, we're going to dive into Scoot Henderson taking on Victor Wimbignana in a matchup that was incredible on Tuesday night, plus our roster projection 3.0 for the Oklahoma City Thunder and what to expect tonight against the Dallas Mavericks in day one of a back-to-back set for the Thunder in the preseason. Let's get into it on today's Lockdown Thunder podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast. On the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, media member, and editor-in-chief over at thunderousintentions.com. Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOTHUNDERPOD. Email the show, LOTHUNDERPOD at gmail.com. On today's show, we're talking about that game last night against... Uh, with the G League Ignite, with Scoot Henderson taking on Victor Webignana. I mean, what a game that that was. Plus, everything you need to know about the Dallas Mavericks game tonight uh, for the Thunder and our roster update plus roster projection 3.0 ahead of the regular season. Let's start with Scoot versus Victor. I mean, what an event that was in Vegas. It's amazing that these two teams got together and had this exhibition not just once, but they're going to do it again on Thursday. So if you missed out last game, you know, last night somehow, Thursday afternoon, you have to watch these two players face off again. I think that if and when that these two players pan out and they reach the NBA and they reach their ceiling in the NBA, that will be a historic moment that we witnessed on Tuesday night. I really believe that. And David Locke at, uh, at Locked on Jazz he said that it was, you know, it was, it's going to be a top five most important basketball game of all time. And he compared it to uh, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson playing, of course. I'm too young for that. But that's what it felt like. The way that that gets described, of the way that it gets described of, you know, huddling around the television and watching Scoot Henderson and Victor Mignogna play, and, and the way that it gets described of huddling around the television and watching Magic and, and Bird play, the way that that story gets passed down felt like last night. I think that last night is the closest thing that we can ever get to that in our generation. Whenever there's so much more to do, and you also, as David Locke pointed this out, it's actually a great point, you don't get enough time even to build up the hype. As much as you think that the hype train goes off the rails for these guys every year before the draft, we only know them for a year before they come into the NBA. And once they come to the NBA, then, of course, they're old news. They're kind of not in the draft cycle anymore. It's kind of gone. You know, with with Magic and Bird, they were in college, you know, two, three, four years uh, to where once they did play against each other, then it was a must-see event. But last night was also must-see. I mean, uh, 
I had texts from a lot of people that don't watch basketball, uh, don't watch a lot of basketball, asking me about Scoot and Victor and uh, how good they're going to be and and could the Thunder trade for them. Spoiler alert, no. Whoever gets the top one, two picks, they're not trading those two picks. The, the, the picks one and two, whatever you see happen on lottery night, that's the end of the deal. That's it. You can trade your entire roster. They won't give them up. I promise you. Uh, so last night was incredible. And the atmosphere was awesome in Vegas. It felt like the center of the basketball universe. Sam Presti was there in the front row. And what really sealed the deal, what really had the icing on the cake before we get into their individual performances, both players cared a lot. This is an exhibition game. This is a made-for-TV type of event. It's awesome how it came together, and Raphael Barlow of uh, Locked on NBA Big Board, he's the one that actually broke the story that this was going to happen, so you can go listen to Big Board uh, podcast to kind of get the full scoop of how this came together, and also he was there last night, and he's going to be there Thursday, so he's breaking it down from kind of the, the aspect of being in person, not over Zoom, the way that, the way that I was on Zoom, but uh, the fact that both players cared and tried so hard also made this incredible. I'm going to start with Scoot Henderson. I mean, there's been a lot of talk around him of, of like there's no there's no pathway for him to take that number one overall spot, and I still believe that. I still believe that whoever gets the first overall pick is going to take Victor Obignana. I just think that he's going to be the guy. Uh, but Scoot Henderson's 1B. Like, that's not a knock on Scoot Henderson. I, I texted Richard Stamen at Mashraft on Twitter. You hear him all the time here on Lockdown Thunder. And I was like, you know, this really reminds me of my feelings of confliction during the 2021 draft. Cause like, obviously Cade's the guy, obviously Cade's number one. And he was my number one. He was your number one. He was everybody's number one, but I love me some Jalen green. I had, I, I would try every episode to talk up Jalen green and say, is there, is there a way that depending on your roster, you might kind of consider tra- drafting him and, and Richard will always just shut me down. Nope. It's going to be Cade. It's going to be Cade. It's going to be Cade. Of course it was Cade over Jalen green, but that doesn't take away from the fact that, if you listen to this podcast back then, you know that I called Jalen Green. He's going to be a multi-time NBA scoring champ, and I still believe that. I, st- I still believe in Jalen Green to the nth degree. I still believe in Scoot Henderson. I-, I believe that he's going to be incredible. I think that he showed that on Tuesday. I still also believe that he'll go second overall, which is not a bad thing in a draft like this. I loved the edge that Scoot Henderson played with. He is always talking, and yes, he's talking trash. Yes, he's going at opponents. Yes, he's he's showing up the the opposing team's bench. But he's also talking in an effective way. He's also getting guys lined up defensively, uh, pointing out where the, where their assignments are, getting them getting them set up in transition. Being able to do that at 18 years old is impressive. And then the, the biggest thing, and again, this is a one-game sample size, but looking back on what he did last year versus this year, his biggest improvement had to be with his jump shot. He shot 11 for 21. He shot 2 for 3 from 3. He had a step back over Victor Mignogna straight away, top of the key three. He had a mid-range jumper at the elbow, then had another one in the low block to change uh, to change his pace. Scoot Henderson had 28 points in this contest, nine assists. He looked incredible. Point blank period. The ability to change pace, the ability to be a great playmaker, and a shooting improvement all jump off the screen to you whenever you already know that he has that just elite rim finishing for his, for his size and his age. Very active and just a kind of a mature sense about him in the basketball way. Scoot Henderson did everything right. Scoot Henderson played a flawless game. And so did Victor Mignogna. I mean, he scored 37 points, 11 for 20 from the field, 
Seven for 11 from three. Four rebounds. Multiple blocks, including a couple within the first minute, plus a block of Scoot Henderson at the rim later. He also had a play that I think was very incredible where he he reached his arm practically through Scoot Henderson without touching Scoot Henderson and fouling him. Just swiped the ball out, poked it free. I mean, just using that length allows him to be a very switchable perimeter defender uh, if a matchup dictates it or, or, you know, it kind of limits the way that you can expose him. Because even if you get that switch of him onto the perimeter, he can use his length to poke the ball out, as we saw. He can also get beat off the dribble, but still use his length to block the shot, as we've seen many times for him. There is not a hole in Victor Manana's game. He is a, he's a prospect that is the best we've seen since LeBron James. And I'm so glad that he had that game last night because I think that it really woke everyone up and said, okay, I can't. I can no longer just sit on the sidelines and not watch this guy. I can no longer just say, "Oh, this is just classic media hype." No, this is real. Victor Manana is everything and more that people build him up to be. Whether you want to call him seven two or seven three or seven four or seven five, whatever you want to call him, whatever you think he is, he's awesome. And we've truly never seen a player like this. We've never seen a player who can score at all three levels like Victor, who can play make at his size like Victor, who can defend so well at the rim while doing all those things like Victor. He's awesome. And this draft class is elite. This draft class has the has the potential, if everyone stays healthy, if everybody lives up to the billing, to be better than that 2021 draft class, which you all know that we were very excited about. And Tuesday showed you why you tank. Tuesday showed you exactly why you tank. And I'm going to tell you why coming up on today's Locked on Thunder podcast. But first, I want to tell you right now about our good friends over at Prize Pick. Look, Prize Picks is awesome because you can just simply bet against the house. It's so fun to go into these this app, Prize Pick, sign up today. You pick two to five players, depending on how you're feeling, and the, if if you want to project them to score more or less points, you can do also assists, you can do rebounds, you can do yards per game in football, whatever you want to project. You can project them over or under, and you can win ten times your money on any entry. There is no competing against other people. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch, including NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, and cricket, and even more than that. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy, safe, and fast withdrawals. Currently, you can use this in over 30 states plus Canada. Prize picks is incredible. It's so easy and so fun to just go in there and say, you know what? I think Patrick Mahomes is going to throw over three touchdowns this week. And then you just sit back and watch the game. And if he does, you win. If he doesn't, of course, you lose. It's it's a very fun and easy way to get into sports betting uh, in a kind of fun manner. So download the Prize Pick app and go to prizepicks.com to sign up today and play daily fantasy sports. This is the uh, first time users can receive 100, 100% instant deposit match for $100 with a promo code locked on. So use that promo code locked on to get that instant deposit match of up to $100 of 100%. Check it out today, pricepicks.com, 
and then locked on as the promo code. So check them out today, prizepicks.com with 100% deposit match up to $100 with the code locked on. That's prizepicks.com or the app. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I want to tell you right now, thank you so much for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. Make your second listen the ultimate pro basketball preview starting on October 10th. It's a six-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NBA season. The local team experts with NBA insiders of the Lockdown Podcast Network plus Odyssey all combining into one ultimate NBA preview Starting October 10th, just search the Ultimate Pro Basketball Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever else that you get your podcast from. Check it out today. Now, let's get back into talking about this Scoot versus Victor matchup and why you tank. The pushback for tanking for some has always been a couple of things. Firstly, oh, the integrity of the game, or oh, this is not how pro sports are meant to be played, or oh, this is just isn't right, I don't believe in this, this is loser mentality. Look, in Oklahoma City, in Orlando, places like that, the only way to improve your team is via the draft and via trade. And the trade aspect of it takes either draft picks or young players that you've drafted to have the capital to go get a star. That's the only way that you can go get stars in these markets. You're never going to convince Paul George or Kawhi Leonard to sign an OKC. You're never going to convince Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving to team up and get an OKC. You're never going to get that in OKC. It has to be through the draft. What is your best chance at getting top overall talent? By giving your GM the pick of the litter. Now, you can pull out all the numbers of, well, actually, the, the, the most all-stars come from the picks 10 through 12. No, no, no. You give your guy the best shot, your GM, the best shot at the entire draft class and see where he goes with it. When you have a GM that you trust, you'll look at that versus the the other data points. And the Thunder have a GM that has shown he'll take whoever he thinks is the best guy. Even if he's picking number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, number six, he'll take the best guy for him that he thinks is the best player. He won't care about the narratives. He won't care about the projections. He'll take players that will get scrutinized on draft night and let's see what they do with their NBA careers. So you give him the opportunity to draft 
anyone on the board or close to it, the, more, the higher up you raise of the draft board. And in this specific season, the argument of, well, you're doing all this thinking and you might not get the first overall pick, that's fine. That's fine. In this draft class, there are at least, and again, this is if everybody stays healthy and everybody reaches their goal by the end of the season, there are at least seven names of guys that I believe that if OKC got, that, that those players could get the Thunder over the hump with the core that they already have in-house. You've got to remember that the Thunder are not starting from ground zero. Getting Victor Mignogna would be awesome. It, it would be historic. Getting Scoot Henderson would be awesome. It would be historic. But getting the Thompson twins, you know, getting Kim Whitmore, getting guys like that would also complete this Thunder rebuild of its core nucleus. Whenever you add Kim Whitmore to Chet Holmgren, Josh Giddy, SGA, Trey Mann, Jalen Williams, whenever you add all those guys together, that is a core that, that you've got. So you aim for the moon and hit the stars. You might also land on the moon. In this specific draft, you just saw why you tank. You just saw why you should go down that avenue. So make sure that you tune in on Thursday to watch the second game between Victor Mignogna and Scoot Anderson. Also, keep an eye out for uh, Leonard Miller and Hugo, uh, Hugo Basson. If you remember last year's draft coverage, I had them ranked on my big board uh, until they pulled their names out, obviously. I think that Leonard Miller will for sure be a first-round pick this year. I think that Hugo Basson could uh, also, of course, climb his way up there. Uh, he Right now on my big board, he's like 35, 36 in that range. Uh, Leonard Miller is more so closer to, to the top 30, obviously. But... Uh, they were fun. They played really well last night as well. Uh, of course, Scoot Anderson and, and Victor are going to steal the show every time, but they played really well, and they, they played nice. Uh, I want to go back and circle back to that uh, Monday preseason game. I didn't get to talk about Jalen Williams yesterday from uh, Arkansas. Jalen Williams' starting point yesterday was actually better than I anticipated. I think that he showed impressive passing that he did at Summer League. I still would like to see him set harder screens, and now I'd have to ask him, you know, at the, at the game Thursday, if this is by design, you know, if the Thunder don't want him to set those bruising screens or if you know, if it's more of a slip action or if he's just not getting them laid into yet because he had the same problem in Summer League, so it might be by design. But I'd like to see him set harder screens. Uh, five rebounds, two assists, a steal. I still think that the blue is his best best path and the blue is going to be the avenue for Jay Whale out of, San, out of uh, Arkansas. Jesus. Uh, but I, I think that yesterday was a good starting point for him. I also want to point out, too, that the Thunder did a good job against Denver just in general. Like, there was nine lead changes, but Denver's lead never grew past five, and OKC swelled a lead to 15. Also, the Thunder are still creative in getting rebounds. They out-rebounded Denver by nine. Uh, they had 25 assists, and that was five more than Denver had. They shot uh, 7% better from the floor, 7% better from three, uh, and they did shoot worse at the free throw line. They have to improve as a free throw shooter as a team uh, this season. It was the same kind of issue for last year. Uh, OKC... Had more points in the paint than Denver, 50-42. to 42. OKC had uh, more second-chance points. And actually, they had three less fast-break points, but they still ran fast and, and pushed the pace, which you know I'm a big proponent of uh, when it comes to this team and this play style. I think that fits them uh, more. But I do want to give you a quick roster update and then a roster projection 3.0 before we preview what's going to happen tonight against the Mavericks. So we're going to get into that roster update and projection 3.0 coming up. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. 
Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast. On the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I want to tell you right now to check out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast to get you set for your draft. Look, folks, Josh Lloyd is the best in the business. He hosts the number one fantasy basketball show on the planet. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast from. I promise you that Josh Lloyd will win you your league if you listen to his advice. So check it out today. Also, of course, thank you for making Locked On Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. Now, let's talk about this roster and the way that it projects to go. So here's the updated roster as it stands right now. Darius Baisley, Trey Burke, uh, Marquise Chris, Usman Jang, Lou Dort, Josh Giddy, SGA, Chet Holmgren, Trey Mann, Mike Muscala, David Nwaba, Eugenio Moruri, Alexei Poshevsky, JRE, Lindy Waters, Aaron Wiggins, Kendrick Williams, Jalen Williams, Jalen Williams again, and then Robert Wooder II. So Robert Wooder II was signed and waived. Uh, he's going to be waived. And that's just going to be because they want his G League rights. It's the same thing that they did to Sasha earlier, uh, and they've already waived uh, Sterling Brown from that Rockets trade. So they've already made two roster transactions, about to be three, and kind of got back to the same starting point. So again, Robert Wooder II is going to be waived. So that's one out of the three that are already gone. Trey Burke will be waived, I think, that because you know he's not with the team right now. Same with Marquise Chris. Uh, you have to believe that those two guys will get waived whenever they're not reporting to the team. So... Those are your three roster cuts already made. Now, the question becomes, does David Nwaba make the team or not? And they're giving him a shot to. He's with the team. He played on Monday a little bit. Uh, they're giving him the shot to. Mark said that they're going to play him throughout this week. They have three games left this week. They play Wednesday, Thursday, and and, uh, and uh, Sunday. Those Thursday and Sunday games, I'll be at the Paycom Center if you're there. Hit me up on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. I think that they might keep David Nwaba, I think that he is a veteran that could be good for the locker room, could be uh, just a solid fit with the team in general. And, you know, maybe you can get a second-round pick for him at the deadline, but probably not. Like, who who knows? But the other options are, like, here's all the options that they have. So, again, wave Chris, wave Burke, wave, Wood, wave, wave Woodard. The entire option list for Sam Presti. You can, A, leave a roster spot open by cutting David Nwaba as well. You could, B... Cut Nwaba, plus those three guys mentioned, so cut all four, and then convert Lindy Waters to that roster spot from a two-way deal to a standard NBA deal. That's an option at two. And then three is just keeping Nwaba. It's cutting Chris, Burke, and Woodward, and keeping Nwaba. Those are your three options. That's what it all boils down to. So don't stress yourself out too much. Think about that, folks. The only three outcomes that you're going to see from now until October 17th, whenever this roster has to be set by the NBA, the only three options are leaving an open roster spot, converting Lindy Waters to an NBA deal, or keeping David Nwaba. Translation, doesn't matter, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. The most impactful one of those would be converting Lindy Waters. A, because he deserves it and he deserves an NBA contract. And it'd be awesome to see him fall in line with the rest of the guys that have been converted over the years by OKC, number one. That'd be the most impactful. But other than that, Nothing really moves the needle needle at all. Now, what to watch for tonight against the Mavericks? A little bit tricky. We're still uh, unsure of exactly who's going to be available for the Thunder uh, in this game. They do play a back-to-back, so they play tonight against Dallas in Tulsa. They play um, tomorrow in the Paycom Center against the 36ers, 
And then Sunday they play uh, 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 again. My biggest question will be, does Josh Giddy play? He's young enough to. He's young enough to handle playing a back-to-back and at least making an appearance in Tulsa with a new fan base and giving those Tulsa faithful a treat. But also, of course, he plays a back-to-back and he's going to want to play against the 36ers. There's no doubt he wants to play against the 36ers. If he has to sit out one game, he'd rather sit out the BLK game. But I think that he'll play in both. I think that he'll just make a a light appearance in Tulsa and then play a a more routine minutes in uh, the BLK. Or I should say against the 36ers. So here's the injury update that we have so far. For the Mavericks, no Luka, no Tim Hardaway Jr., no Maxi Kleba, no JaVale McGee, no Davis Bertans, no SGA, no Lou Dort. So SGA is that MCL injury still. Lou Dort, as far as, as we know right now, is still in concussion protocol. Uh, don't think that there's any Muscala still with that ankle sprain. And then, of course, no Chet Holmgren. And then, again, the question is, how many minutes does Josh Giddy play? I do, th- I do think that he'll play some minutes. I just don't know how many he'll play, uh, given that they play a game the next night that he's going to want to play in. So what to expect from the Locked on Thunder podcast moving forward? Thursday, game recap for the Mavericks. Friday, game recap for the 36ers. And then, as I told you, a podcast every single day leading up to the season opener. Saturday, who will take the biggest leap? Sunday, what does each player need to improve on? So a lot to look forward to here on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every single day. Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on your podcatcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, whatever. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Locked On Thunder and also at Ryland underscore Styles. The, the Thunder Podcast is, account is actually called Hello Thunder Pod. But follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. And make sure that you're set for this season. So again, subscribe on YouTube, please. We want to hit to uh, 2,000 subscribers by the start of the season. Can we do it? Who knows? But we can only do it if you hit that red button and also that bell icon next to it. And also... Drop down below what you thought about Scoot Henderson and Victor Wembanyama. Let me know in the comment section down below on YouTube. Have a conversation down there. And until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.